a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, presented by Alpine Star Protection. Of course, I'm Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening. This is another sound check episode. And uh, yeah, thanks again, people. A lot of great feedback from the Adam Cincerillo one. And uh, this guy on the line here, I'm certain, will also be a very, very good one. Uh, flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. 2018 stuff out now. They got the LE stuff coming out at the Monster Cup, which may or may not have already happened by the time you listen to this. So please, uh, flyracing.com. Official gear of myself. Yeah, I went riding, and I wore fly racing, and I loved it. Uh, also, Alpine Star protects. Uh, you know their boots. You know how well this stuff works. Um, so whether it's the, the, the knee guard, the neck protection, or the, uh, the roost uh, chest pro underneath the jersey, Alpine Star protects, and uh, we thank those guys as well. Seemingly half the riders in the pits wear a star either underneath their gear or, or with the boots, and uh, we love it. Thanks again to Alpine Star Protection. All right, let's get right into sound check, volume two. It's uh, it's Cole Seeley. What's up, Cole? How are you, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. It's been uh, it's been fun. We get a lot of feedback from AC, and and he's the one who said, "Hey, you should get Seeley." So you blame him. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I uh, like I like we mentioned before. Yeah. When I was speaking to you. Um, I like I, I dug the idea right when I like popped up on my Twitter. Like everyone was hitting me up. Like, well, you should do one with Seeley. You should yeah. do one with uh, the AC one was so cool. And and then I listened to it. I was like, this is actually a really kind of cool idea and format. And yeah, I think it's a uh, kind of innovative and you know different than what we're used to <laughs> yeah, know, no, we get asked the same questions yep. a million times <laughs> and by me I'm, I'm to blame for that but yeah it's just something different let me ask you this uh the rule is one song per band was that hard for you or did, did i mean did you have a band and without giving too much of your selections away did you have a band where you were just tossing and turning about which song to include yeah, the first one that we'll hear is was my biggest like oh, which which song should I pick kind of thing. But uh-huh. I didn't like when I made my list. I didn't know um, like the format. I thought we were listening to like the whole song. So I was like, some of the songs I was like, ah, you know, that's like, well, two of them were. One was uh, Parkway Drive, uh, Wild Eyes, which is a hardcore song, which I love to listen to before I ride. Uh huh. Um, but I didn't want to like. Like I don't know, it might be a little too hardcore for some people. <laughs> and then uh, another one was Metallica, which I was like, they're like a huge part of my life because like uh, I am, like play guitar and like yep. pretty much every song I know is Metallica. But again, I didn't want to like get too hardcore. On no, anybody. hey, I think you can do whatever. So, you those know? are the those yeah. are the two I was like, shit, I should have put those in, but I oh. just kind of left the list as it is. <laughs> and one of your songs shares with Adam. 
One of your songs, exactly yeah, the same I know. as Adam. I know. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll cross that bridge when we get right. to it. But yeah, that's, that's I, kind of a funny story. And I was proud of myself. I had uh, four of your songs. I think I had five of Adam's. Um, I had four, oh, nice. four of these in my library. The other ones I had to uh, go on iTunes and look, so I wasn't that far off. Um, <laughs> what about how how much is music? I mean, how much you know? How much does it drive you? Um, you know, in your racing career or to and from the track? How much do you have music on? I mean, myself. I'll put music on just, you know, I'm in front of a laptop typing stuff out. I'll put the satellite uh, radio on um, just in the background almost every day, all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of people, I mean, it's a huge part of their life. But, yeah, like from uh, I kind of have like a musical background in my family, like my my uh, grandfather and my second aunt are like country musicians. And then I've kind of, you know, played the guitar pretty much my whole life mm-hmm. um, and so like I I can appreciate it like I feel like once you learn an instrument you kind of appreciate it more yeah and yep. all styles of music really so um, yeah I'm constantly listening to music and you know whether it's like to get like hyped up or like to chill out or mm-hmm. you know if you're on a long drive or, or something like that I, yeah. you know I really like I have a huge appreciation for music and, and really you know I'm passionate about it Have you ever tried to ride with with it in like Pastrana did a few times Yeah actually <laughs> when I was like. 13 i think um they had you ever see those like moto mp3s yeah i do remember those yeah yeah, you'd like you'd like essentially velcro these like it was like they took apart a headphone and it was speakers you put in and then like yeah it was this little device that went on your helmet Uh and you can only put like 10 songs on it which was enough but yeah you just push play and it was like music kind of it was kind of cool kind of made like like I don't know if you want trail riding, it was cool, but if, it kind of made the motos go by a little faster too. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if some guys do that or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I, not on today, obviously. Uh, favorite concert or two of all time? Do you have some to stand my out? Favorite concert? Yeah, I think. Um, well, my all-time favorite was I, I went to Warp Tour one year. Okay. And um, and that was like I was just mind blown at like all like there was so many good bands that I I really enjoyed at the time like. Motion City Soundtrack was playing um, Thursday. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I was, like, super into them at the time. And a uh, kind of, like, hardcore emo band called Chiodos that I was, like, all about. So there was, like, these, I don't know, it was such a fun event. And I had so much fun. I was, like, still kind of young. I think I was, like, 14 or 15. Uh-huh. So it was kind of just, like, mind-blowing at, like, the whole, like, warp Tour party scene. And just, like, I don't know, just kind of d- dug that whole thing. It was so much fun. <laughs> but then also, like, my, my first concert I ever went to, I think I was 12, my dad and my cousin and my little brother went to um, Pennywise together. And that was, like, it was, like, right when I was really starting to, like, really understand music and, and especially punk rock music. And that was, uh, that was like, I'll never forget that that concert for <laughs> sure. Your dad went to a Pennywise? That's rad. Yeah, I think I think he was more like worried, like okay, I don't want it, like right. I don't want him to like get stolen. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like you know how how punk rockers can be. So. Oh yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's I've spent way too much money at concerts, especially now that I'm older, and I have money. Um, first ever concert I went to was Motley Crue, and then it was Guns N' Roses up in Canada, and uh, and then I, now that I have money, I'm like, you know what? I'm buying really good seats. I, I buy I, I spend <laughs> I spend way too much money on really good seats, and if my mom listens to this, she'd be so mad at me. But you know, I just I'm just like, screw <laughs> it. I got the money. I love this band. Wife and I are spending. Yeah, good money. Might, might yeah. as well, especially yeah. now. I mean, 
Yep. You only live once, right? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So, all right, let's get into some sound check with Cole Seeley here. Uh, I think I have these in the right order. Uh, let's go song number one. We'll play it. We'll listen to it a little bit. Then I'll bring it down, and uh, you tell us why and what and everything else. All right? All right. Let's do it. Pennywise, same old story, punk rock legends, Pennywise. Um, yep. Why that one? Um, Pennywise, man, for like my entire life has been one of my favorite, all-time favorite bands. And that song is like, if I could listen to one song for the rest of my life, that'd probably be it. <laughs> um, I think like, you know, remember like you used to have like the, the CD disc book thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'd have like a Walkman. Oh, yeah. Or or you probably had one in your car. Yep. And like I would go to school in elementary school too, like fifth grade, sixth grade, and I had like like six or eight like Pennywise CDs, and I would just go in rotation, only <laughs> listen to Pennywise. And I think part of that reason was because my one, my uh, cousin, he's like seven years older than me, but he's basically like my older brother. Uh-huh. And that at that time, I felt like that's when music was really starting to get kind of lame. Like you know, it had like I don't know, like kid rock and yep. like all those weird kind of genres uh-huh. and he was like you're not listening to this kind of stuff like you're gonna like he literally like put me in a room and was like you're gonna listen to this this and this and like decide what you like and that's what we're sticking with nice so like it was pennywise was the one that like i think i connected with the most and especially like same old story that was like i don't know i feel like you kind of learn who you are as an individual and it's mm-hmm. like not cut from the same mold kind of thing yeah yeah and i think like i really connected with that like um, lyrics. I was. I expected you to tell me about. I don't know which video it is, but that's in a motocross video. But I don't know which one. Yeah, it. Um, it is. I forget which one it is. Right, too. right. Like Terra Firma or something. Right. Like that. Yep. Um, and that's an era. Like I started being a mechanic in '96, and Pennywise and Strung Out and and No Effects and Lagwagon. That's all. Takes me right back to Moto. That era of Moto. It yeah, really does. Lagwagon was awesome too. That um, was a. But you, really but cool like era. you grew up SoCal guy, right? SoCal kid and everything else. So this was kind of, I feel like K Rock. I mean, didn't K Rock play Pennywise? Yeah, yeah, right, right. They, they played a lot of good stuff, like you know, like Nirvana and, and yeah. Foo Fighters and all this other stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, they did play Pennywise, and Pennywise was like Hermosa Beach, so it wasn't mm-hmm. too far from me. But sure, um, I don't know. I just always loved love Pennywise. Yeah. Um, for me, as long as I can remember, <laughs> growing up in Canada, I never heard any of this stuff. I mean, I'd heard of Pennywise, I think, and 
that's about it maybe but i got into the scene in 96 and everyone on the moto scene listen to listen to those bands i just talked about and i got into it and i just associate all those bands with moto um moto videos i know eric and jordan you know jordan from strung out and eric from no effects i know them pretty, yeah. pretty well over the years and I'm just like, whenever I hear that music, I'm like, yeah, Moto. That's it. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, and that was a cool stage of Moto, too. Like, it was. To do, like, yep. You didn't have to do, like, cool, gnarly tricks in order to be, like, in the free ride videos. It was just, mm-hmm. like, yeah. it was, like, uh, Chasing the Storm. It was kind of like that, like, kind of brought that style back to where, like, it was just cool just to go hit yeah. jumps and yep. get rad. No, absolutely. All right, song number two, I'm very surprised at this one. Um, this, would, this would not have been something that I thought you would have picked, but I, I did have this one in my catalog. It's one of the ones I had in the catalog, and uh, let's get right into it right now on uh, Soundcheck with uh, Cole Saley. Have you ever seen the rain? And again, not not something I would have thought Cole Seeley would have been into at all. No, I, I love classic rock. Um, and that song to me is the epitome of what a rock or a classic rock song should be. It's like uh-huh. such good lyrics and such just like cool. T- and and Creedence Clearwater literally cannot make a bad song. Like every <laughs> single song they make is a hit. Like. The guy could probably throw his guitar at the wall and it would sound good. Yeah, but he, it's insane. Um, but yeah, that that song especially. Um, there was a few songs like that one, uh, "The Highwaymen" by The Highwaymen, um, and then uh, a couple other like classic rock songs. Like mm-hmm. I've always really liked them, but last year um, it was actually while my my grandpa passed away last year, and like right as kind of as he was going out i was like getting really into that kind of music and mm-hmm. i feel like it kind of like helped me through that mm-hmm. like i don't know why um but it like those songs kind of reminded me of him not like that he ever like really listened to him around me or anything yeah, like that, yeah. but yeah it's just like i don't know it yeah. just like kind of just helped me get through that kind of stage in my life so i've just like really like i've always kind of stuck with that since last year but but like i said i liked him yeah. well before that too yeah no it's it's good uh, fortunate son's real good Fortunate Son is, is yeah. great. Yeah, Fortunate Son. I think, like I said, they literally yep. have so many hits. It's like <laughs> crazy. And and, uh, and like we talked about with uh, 
with uh, in Adam's uh, pod. Uh, of course, they're all fighting now, and they all hate each other. And the John Fogarty <laughs> tours under this, and CCR tours under that, and whatever. So yeah, uh, you know they yeah. can't keep it straight. But uh, yeah, I find myself as I get older, I'm into I'm getting I'm I'm actually discovering Pink Floyd lately, which is weird. Oh really? Yeah, last five years, four or five years, I'm like, hey, I never really liked them before. I'm like, ah, Pink Floyd's got some good stuff. So <laughs> yeah, they got really like Wish You Were Here and all the. Like another band that like really yeah. every song is a classic. It's just uh, like that whole era was like so good for yep. for rock, and I really wish that things would play that way oh. again. And that was the popular, you know, it's, popular uh, music. I guess it's sad right now, bro. It's really sad. Oh, it's, bad. It's, it's been really bad for ten, fifteen years. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a few bands and songs that are exception, but yeah. And that's why, like, probably all the songs on my list that I sent you are well. First of all, that they're all rock songs, probably, and yeah. and none of them are really recent songs. Uh, this next one is the most recent, but uh, it's 2013. But other than that, yeah, they're all pretty old. Let's get right into the yeah. song number three. Here we go. From a little city with expensive tanks Where the cars don't run till the engine breaks Wasn't spending pennies on a mess of things But invested in mess with this recipe Couldn't quite see what the future held And as days went by it would tell itself Let it struggle just a little bit more Let it struggle just a little bit more By the neighborhood, never heard of it, Seely. I got, I had to dig it up. Uh, but um, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a, yeah, real cool mood to it. Yeah. So um, the neighborhood, they're more of a recent like alternative band. And the reason I put them in is the singer is Jesse Rutherford, and he's growing up was one of my like best friends. Um, oh really? Oh wow. And, yeah. And there, you you might have heard they sing a song called Sweater Weather that's a lot more popular than that song, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that Jesse is like seriously like one of the most musically gifted kids I'd ever met. When I first met him, he was like insanely talented at playing the drums, uh-huh. and then like he'd pick up a guitar and like could shred that, and then the piano, like everything. And then <laughs> he actually like he was like so like I was like he kind of inspired me like to be more like outgoing than I used to be because uh-huh. he's so like he's he's a character like he's hilarious, and he actually came to a couple races. Um, years ago, but, uh, and then like he, 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 uh, w- took on like a little like rap career at one point and okay. then like kind of found, found himself in like the neighborhood and, 
um, they're, they're just like a, a really good, you know, alternative rock band now. And like last year in Phoenix, when I flew out there to go to press day, they were actually having a show in Tempe. So I drove out there, caught one of their shows and just hung out oh. with them and kind of reconnected. But it's, uh, yeah, I still talk to Jesse every now and then. And he's just like a like, really um, cool guy. How old, how old were you guys when you met? What are we talking? Um, 15, I think he oh, okay. was my, one of yeah. my, uh, we, we grew up in these townhomes and he was one of my neighbors. So, so like, if, we, neither one of us could drive. So yeah. we just, you know, it was just, uh, we'd spend hours like playing the guitar together yeah. and, and just like, it was just the super cool kids. And like I said, super talented and so at, uh, instrumental at 15, this kid, you're like, this kid, this is, this is somebody, this is, yeah, this like, is no yeah. doubt. Right. Like, he was just this like crazy out of control, like super talented, uh, straight edge kid when I met him and, and, uh, just like th- his attitude, like he's seriously, he can just light up a room. He's like the most energetic kid you've ever met. But, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, I'm, I'm super happy that with all of the success he's, I, I'm, I know you probably, you don't follow that scene very much. I mm-hmm. mean, I wouldn't really, if it, if he wasn't one of my good friends, but, um, yeah, he's, the, so, the band killed it again. Pardon my ignorance here. Like, are they making really good money? Are they? Is he killing it? Is this? Is this a? In, yeah, in, I mean, 2017. They're, pretty, they're doing well. Yeah, they're a pretty big deal now. They had, like I said, they had a yep. hit called Sweater Weather that was everywhere. If you look that up, you'd probably recognize it. It's okay, super catchy. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that. I mean, as far as I know, they're they're crushing it. I mean, they're good. doing tours all the time. And yeah, yeah, um, cool to see. Oh, that's awesome. That's a cool story. Yeah, I wish I knew somebody who's in a band like that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, all right, next one. Uh, everyone who has gone to a Supercross will probably recognize this uh, from your opening yeah. ceremonies. <laughs> uh, here's the next one. mother um yeah you ride out to this one it's awesome yeah yeah that's uh i don't know there's just something that sounds so good about that song and like ever since i was a kid uh and like could play the guitar i keep going back to that but um that was i mean it's pretty simple to play on the guitar so it was one of the first songs i ever learned and oh, okay like, as soon as like 
I don't know that I really started enjoying that song. I was like, man, if I could ever turn pro, if I ever get an opening ceremony <laughs> song, that's going to be it. <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I got, I got to kind of stick to that for it, sure. It's one of the ones I had in my library. And, uh, that must be the coolest feeling, a spotlight on you, dark stadium, they call your name, and, and you know, you come out to a song that you love since childhood, and, and, and you can play like you said on a guitar. That's got to be a rad feeling. Yeah, and that, that song pumps you up, too. Yep. Like, I don't know, I just, I love that. Glenn Danzig, too, the singer, is just, uh-huh. like, out of his mind. It's, like, such, like, a crazy dude and like uh-huh. he always like rocks the or used to rock the mohawk and yeah i always like oh, it'd be so cool to do that but so i kind of just like shave my head on the sides <laughs> and just lay it flat but my tribute to glenn danzig I guess. Right, right. <laughs> your factory honda tribute <laughs> to glenn yeah. danzig um you know a guy like reed he doesn't uh he doesn't know anything about music he doesn't listen to music he, he knows nothing like he asked me one time who van halen was chad just one of those guys so he came up to Thunderstruck every every Saturday because Feld just picked Thunderstruck for him because he's from Australia, right? And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, hey, listen, you don't care about music or whatever, so can you can I can you come up to one of my favorite songs? And then uh, <laughs> he was like, no, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, it turns out though, but Chisholm, Kyle doesn't care about music either. And uh, I said, dude, you got to come up to Van Halen. I love Van Halen. You got to come up to Van Halen. He's like, yeah, I don't care. I really don't care. So I talked to Luke from Feld, who was in, in doing it back then. And uh, he made me, he asked my two favorite Van Halen songs, and he made me a mix. And, and Chiz, uh, Chiz came out to Van Halen for like a couple weeks, and he dropped out of the top 10, and that was it. But uh, I, was, <laughs> I was stoked. I'm like, yeah, Chiz is like just shrugging his shoulders. I'm like, how could you not like music? Like, how yeah, you, like I, I, they actually last year, the beginning of 2016, they, I, they like didn't really ask me, so I was like, oh, they'll probably just be right. mother from last year. I ran it all year. Yeah, and they picked some, I don't even know, some rap weird like upbeat weird rap song. So I was like, no, like I got so mad. I was like, guys, <laughs> you have to change this now. Yeah, like, yeah. I and Luke's like, what do you want? I was like, use mother, and if you can't, then I want Pantera, Cemetery Gates. And they used Pantera for actually like a few rounds, uh-huh. and then and then went back to Mother. So I, I care too much about. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I don't want these people. Like there's so many people in this stadium. I don't want them thinking I listen to this bullcrap. Like right, right. I don't know. It's like yeah. I'm telling you, Chisholm, yeah. Chisholm coming out to my Van Halen mix, my two favorites Van Halen songs, probably ranks in the top ten of my favorite things in my in my whole li- in my whole life. So <laughs> you're just vicariously living through him. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was awesome. Be on the back of the bike. Yeah, I know for sure. It was it was sweet. So all right, next song, and this is the one of the ones that or the one that you share with uh, with your buddy AC. Let's uh, let's get right into it.
AFI, the days of the Phoenix, and uh, yeah, picking it because of because uh, of AC. Is that it, Cole? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he he reminded me of this song when when I was in Florida this uh, last summer. I, I've always really loved AFI. Um, yep. I think uh, I think his name Davey Hovac or something like that. The, the singer has like I think like the most punk sounding yep. vocals ever. Like I I like them way back and like when they did like total immortal i mean i probably wasn't even alive then but mm-hmm. nowadays like i like total immortal all the way up to like girls not gray area and like i think days of phoenix was kind of their like sweet spot you know mm-hmm. between the two yep and they had like rabbits of roadkill on route 37 and a few other like really cool sounding songs in that era and i forget what i think this song was in a in a Free ride movie too. Was it? it? Yeah. Okay. I think that kind of brings me back to that too. It makes you just want to go, not necessarily race, but just go ride, like go go ride the hills jump or something. And have yeah. fun. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, love that song. All right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah AC was like played that song. I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, wrap up this song. And then, uh, <laughs> and then when I listened to yours, I'm like, oh, he picked it too. Like, yeah, yeah. So we ride. Yeah. He. he so, yeah. But a lot of his stuff is the same genre, and he admitted it. He's like, yeah, that's that's it. That's my that's my genre. So. Yeah. And, and him, him and I have a pretty similar taste in music, too. He sends me music and vice versa all the time. Right, so. right. Um, all right, the next one, again, no idea, Cole, when you sent this through. I'd never heard of it, didn't know it, but uh, let's take a listen. Portugal, period, the man, all your light. Um, yeah, how'd you find these guys, and, and what, what are they all about? Um, Portugal, the man, they're getting pretty popular now. They have a song, Feel It Still, that's super popular right now. But uh, I don't know, it's one of those bands that, like like we have we said, like there's a lot of crap coming out right now, and, and I think that they're kind of like have a different sound than everybody else. And, like, oh, for sure, yeah. They have their, their yeah. own deal going on. Um, and like none of their songs sound the same it's pretty cool and uh that that song though like i like really like listening to that song like when i'm driving just to kind of think and if you look up the lyrics they're actually pretty rad okay um in it it says like you can barely understand them but he says uh my body won't work for nobody else but me and i think that's pretty rad like you literally nobody else can do the work if you want to be successful but yourself yeah like nobody's gonna make you do it you have to make yourself do it and i'd like 
I don't know, like connected to that super quick and really kind of kind of fell in love with their lyrics and their it's uh and i like that song too because it's pretty long <laughs> so like when i'm driving it kind of just keeps me entertained for longer than most songs <laughs> yeah yeah um so. is it a, is it chick all the time or is it dudes also or no it's a dude singing really yeah he does if you listen to the other stuff okay it, you, you can tell it's a guy but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah, it's, and, they, like I said, they're just different. Like it's it's just uh, kind of just shakes things up. I think in most. Where most, would uh, where would you ever hear of Portugal the man to start? Do you remember? I don't even know. I, I think the first time I heard him, I was just I was just hanging out with my buddies, and and it came on like in the background. I'm like, dude, what's this song? Okay, like, I just dug it right away, and yeah, just kind of connected with that way. But then like now that like I said, they're on the radio, and right, have some pretty like. You probably have heard their stuff, and you probably didn't even realize it was them. Yeah, like, like I said, the, their songs feel it still. It's like there's like Rebel just for kicks. Like um, that song's pretty popular right now. Like you yeah. hear it all, all over the place. I'm definitely having a problem discovering new music, and part of it is my fault that I don't branch out. And like I have satellite radio everywhere I go, and every my house, and my car, my truck, and everything. And I just I'm stuck to my you know my old ways. Um, I've tried Arcade Fire. I tried Imagine Dragons. You know, and it's all okay. But I'm trying yeah, to find I'm the, music. <laughs> I'm the same way though. Like I got, I listen to like uh, the Aussie's Boneyard uh, yeah. channel a lot, and then I'll go to Alt Nation, which is like 36, yep. so it's yep. only a couple away from that. And I'll just that's actually they play on Alt Nation, so that's um, kind of where I find new music. If it's lame, I just go right back to yeah Aussie's Boneyard. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got classic Rewind on and Lithium and uh, yeah. class, classic Hair albums. Nation. Hair Nation, yeah, <laughs> Hair Nation's good. Yeah. Thanks to Fly Racing and Alpine Star Protects for coming on this podcast. Now here's some commercials from Race Tech and Michelin. Listen, all right? Thanks. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis podcast on RacerX. I want to talk to you a little bit about Race Tech. The folks at Race Tech have been uh, on board with us for a long time. And use the code PULPMX17 when you're checking out to save money. Get your suspension done, please. Come on. Give your bike some love. All right, if, if you're looking to get the most of your bike suspension, get Racetech's proven lineup of suspension components and services done at the headquarters in Corona, California, or at your local Racetech service center. And check out the helpful guides on Racetech.com and pick up a do-it-yourself gold valve kit. It's a revalve in a box. Things have been around a long time. Also, too, Racetech doing engines now, valve jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more. Whether you're looking for a rebuild or a high-performance upgrade, Racetech's engine services department experience, staff, and state-of-the-art equipment have you covered. I can vouch for that. I've seen it myself. Give Racetech a call and mention Pulpmex for a special discount. Please, check them out. Thanks to the guys at Racetech. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp and Mech Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. 
Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting is always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Um, all right, next one up. Uh, I'm sure some people will uh, will know this one. Um, it's an old school one. All right, let's get right to it. Attitude by the Misfits. Old school. Yeah, yep. Classic, yeah. That's just some good punk rock right there. It is, right? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's uh, right when, right about the time I was telling you about I discovered uh, Pennywise when uh-huh. I was young. Um, I got this, like, Misfits uh, Greatest Hits album, and it had, like, 20 of their most popular greatest songs. Um, uh-huh. And that was... Uh, that and uh, We Are 138 was like my two favorite songs from that from that album and along with a lot of the other ones. But yeah, just Misfits is just like, that's just punk rock. That's just it is. Yeah. awesome, awesome punk rock. And it's the same same singer as Danzig, Glenn Danzig. Um, or there's there's newer stuff too with like Michael Graves. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the Danzig era is my, by far my favorite for sure. All right, next one, classic. I also I had this one, um, of course, and uh, and Pink Green and I got into a big debate on the show about this. <laughs> uh, he's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. He is ridiculous. Stay 
Back down by Tom Petty. R.I.P. Tom. Um, I mean, honestly, Cole, right? Like that, that you could pick probably 20 songs. <laughs> yeah. It's like what we were saying with, uh, with Credence. It's just. Yeah. It, and you don't really realize how many good songs there are and how many uh, just classics. I mean, and yeah. that song, too, that, like, the reason I really like it, um, put that on when you're like climbing a hill on a mountain bike uh-huh. or something yeah, and yeah. it is like it like really gets you through it like it's it's uh it's sick i, I really like that's like it's kind of weird because it's kind of mellow but at the same time it's um yeah super like motivating i'd say did you see the doc on him on netflix no i haven't you've, I you've got to watch it it's a couple hours long um it it this song, I didn't really realize this, but he fought his record company a couple of times in his career, and he won because they wanted you know kind of screw him over and take advantage of him, and right. he, and he was just like, no, it's not going to happen, and and it is the doc is great. I'm, I don't know how much you're into it, but you've got to find it. It's uh, it's two hours and it's just all about his, from first album to last, and uh, he, it's great. It's it's a really cool story. So that's awesome. I'll for sure look that up. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, it, you could have picked 20 songs. Um, yeah, I you mean, know. it was like, I like, you know, obviously Free Fallen and yep. like uh, Don't Come Around Here No More. And a lot of them are like really awesome songs, but I think I Won't Back Down is uh, that, probably the, that's my funny. favorite for it's sure. It's funny you say uh, I Don't Come Around Here No More because I love that song, but most people hate that Tom Petty song. They don't, they don't. And and, and, really? and they talk about it in the doc too. It was it wasn't well received. It wasn't. Uh, it was kind of out there, you know, for Tom Petty. It wasn't. Yeah, it, you know? it is. But it's like I like I said with the Portugal the Man song. It's like it's super cool and nice to listen to when you're driving or just yeah. kind of like letting your brain just wander. Yeah. No, That's, I love uh, it. Yeah, I, I think it might I like be, it that might be my second favorite one after uh, Rebels. Um, I like okay. Rebels, and then I like Don't Back Down. But uh, all right. Uh, Second last song, again, never heard of these guys. <laughs> Had a little trouble finding it on iTunes even, but uh, let's, get, let's get into it here. Everybody, sell your body to the night. Did I get that right? 
<laughs> I think it's Turbo Negro. Oh, Turbo Negro. Okay, yeah, yeah. see? <laughs> Shows my age. Yeah. Uh, sell Your Body. That sounds something out of the 80s. It really does. It, yeah, they're, they're not. They're uh, not new, but uh-huh. newer than that. Um, they're, I don't know. I, the, re, the way I found these guys was, like, they used to be, they kind of hung out with, like, the whole CKY crew. Uh-huh. Like, Bam Margera and all those guys. Yep. Like, they actually did the intro to that Wild Boys. It is Age of Pompirius is pretty okay. cool. Um, but anyways, the way I found them was uh, um, Drake McElroy used to have a freestyle part to uh-huh. them, and I think it was on the pipe was the music or the was the moto video. Okay. And I don't know another like band that I was like they just make you want to go free ride like it's like just that sound I don't know. Yep. Um, and they had they have they have a bunch they're from Norway they're yeah they're like just crazy like just like full face makeup like oh really yeah 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 Yeah, and uh they have another song i was gonna put instead of this one that i actually like just as much it's called it's f the world Uh but it's uh i like the meaning behind it because he sings about like you know it's not like f the world like i hate everybody but it's like he talks about like basically being at a party or whatever and just like to like 4 a.m. but then you got to go to work in the morning and just like kind of just like <laughs> f the like kind of feeling yeah yeah so uh they're just like just another punk rock kind of vibe but like sound kind of cleaner than that yeah it sounds like it's out of the 80s to me anyways uh, a little bit yeah you know? a little bit of a throwback some really cool guitar riffs too in a lot of their songs too, right so right I um like them for that too 2003 this one was so yeah um, all right. The last song on Soundcheck for Cole Seeley is uh, another classic band. Uh, let's get into this. Radical by Rancid. Um, yeah, um, what do you think, Cole? What, what about Rancid? Uh, that was another one that I actually had a hard time picking one song out uh-huh. of. Um, like, obviously, like, Time Bomb, everyone's heard of that yeah, one. Really yeah, good song. Yep. Uh, Ruby Soho. Uh, there's a lot of classics. I think that, like, that was kind of a cool era in punk when it was, like, becoming a little more clean sounding. Uh-huh. And, like, um, catchy and kind of not more targeted towards mainstream, but you could actually, you know, understand what they're saying. And, <laughs> right. And it was, it was, it was almost a, really 
influx of ska a little bit into it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. And I and I actually just learned this, but like a lot of those bands came from East Bay up north in California. But like uh, like uh, Metallica and Green Day and like all yep. these kind of yep. bands came from the same area, and they were actually like Metallica, Green Day, some of the guys from uh, Rancid and and other bands like that that had come from there were getting like literally beat up by these groups because <laughs> the punk scene back then i guess was like was like racist yep. and sexist and all this other stuff yep. and they weren't for that they kind of stood up against that and kind of made their own you know more open to everybody kind of genre of music and yep that was kind of cool there's a documentary on it out right now i'm waiting for it to come out i'm really kind of excited to see that um but yeah just the just another reason why I like Rancid, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, interesting. They, they've been around for a while. I, Rancid and Sublime to me are that kind of era, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, Rancid's just a little more like kind of punk. Kind yeah, of, a little, I guess, little, but, little more hard. Um, but I like I like them because everything that they have is super catchy and it is and kind of their hooks are always really good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ruby Soho is is a K Rock classic. Talk about K Rock. That's a classic K Rock yeah, song. That's a really good one. Um that was All right, well that's their ten. And you talked about um Metallica maybe made the cut. Would have been one that would have uh, came close to making the cut. Yeah, no, that was actually one that I put in there, but like I said, I didn't yep. want to like it's just be too gnarly sounding. Um and I was like, ah, I got like I'll replace it with something and like what are, so many of the what's that? What Metallica were you thinking of? What would you go with? Um, uh, I think I had Fade to Black in there. Okay. It was yep. either Fade to Black or it was it was one of the songs from the Ride the Lightning album. That's like my favorite album like, yeah. of Metallica. Just every song is so good from that album. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fade to Black. And then um, what was the other one I mentioned that I wanted? Oh, Darkest, uh, not Darkest Hour, Parkway Drive is a, just okay. a hardcore band. And, and they, uh, they just, it's full scream, full gnarly. <laughs> like you have a, to be a, like kind of a true like hardcore patriot in order to um, <laughs> understand what they're saying. <laughs> and uh, that's that's like before a lot of the races, I listen to the Parkway Drive and, and just get hyped up and oh, okay. ready to go. Uh, is it like uh, my, is it like Lamb, Lamb of God that kind of stuff? Like that that no that's, okay. that's more like death metal. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is more just like hardcore. I don't know. It's, yep. it's uh, just heavy double kick bass, and I love it. <laughs> awesome. No, um, sounds good. Yeah, it was a little more varied up than uh, a little more, more variety than that AC kid, so I liked it. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> I don't know. He, he had Eminem, so he had a little bit of rap in there. Yeah. I, just, I, I like rap, but I feel like it's, it doesn't hold any, like, unless it's old school, but a lot of the new stuff, and uh, yeah. all, not a lot of it, all of the new stuff just doesn't hold any water, and it's just, yeah. just, uh, it, I don't know. You don't you can't you, do it. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm with you. I'm old. I'm much older than you, but sometimes I feel like I'm the guy uh, screaming at the kids that get off my lawn when it comes to music. You know, but <laughs> but I mean, I just no, I just sure. I look at it and I listen to it and I'm like, come on, man. Let's, yeah, you know. It, I mean, so. it's, it's catchy, and I understand if you're going out, like going drinking or going to the club or whatever. I understand it. It's it's feel good music, but. Mm-hmm. I don't like to listen to away from that. I'm just like, come on. Like, <laughs> can't. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, well, awesome. Unless, man. Like I said, yeah. unless it's old school. Like I actually almost put, um, souls of mischief, uh, 93 tell infinity. That that's a, 
that's a pretty good song. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it to. I've never heard of that. So I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, um, who else should I get on one of these? Who else do you know that's into it? Like, uh, 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 got I got some requests for for Plessinger and for Justin Hill. Might be not be a couple. Oh uh, yeah, couple guys. Hill, Hill would be a good one actually. Um, yeah, if you were gonna ask me and he hadn't done or done it, I would have sent AC because he's yeah like a more as obsessed with music as I am. Um, but yep. yeah, Hill I, he shreds guitar. He's super good. Um, so yeah, he'd be good. I don't know about Plessinger. I don't. I'm yeah, not super close to them. Right, um, right. But he could be good too. Probably a lot more country in that one. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. But that's okay. I mean, I hate country, but that's okay. Let's listen to it. Right. Let's try it. Yeah. Uh, I um, mean, yeah. Why not? Uh, well, awesome. Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Alpine Star Protects. Uh, Soundcheck with Cole Seeley. Thanks for doing this, man. It was fun, and uh, I think people will really dig it. And uh, so, yeah, thanks for your time. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, thanks for calling me up and keeping me in mind. Like I said, it's I think it's a cool, different kind of different side of things as far as racing goes. So yeah, uh, it's nice to actually kind of refreshing to talk about something other than, than riding. Yeah, I know. No, I'm Hey, I'm with you. I agree. Uh, I'm okay with it too. I love music. It's a passion of mine as far as listening to it. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's an easy, easy, easy idea for me. So, um, awesome, man. Thanks, Cole. All right. Thank you. See ya. Thanks for listening to the fly racing. Steve Mathis show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Miguel was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like being a dead horse. You know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. 
been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.